Hey everyone, thank you for listening to the Tuesday Special Podcast. The following episode is brought to you by Cabarrus Brewing Company. Located on McGill Avenue in Concord, North Carolina. You can find them on the web at cabarrusbrewing.com. Your beer from here. Best brewery in Concord, in my opinion, and a lot of other people in this area's opinion. So, if you're in the area, go check them out. Cabarrus Brewing, cabarrusbrewing.com. This episode is also brought to you by Threadforge Apparel. Find them on Facebook, facebook.com. Threadforge, T-H-R-E-A-D-F-O-R-G-E, based out of South Carolina. Brad runs a stellar company over there. Anything that you can think of, they can print on any type of apparel that you like. Check them out, Threadforge Apparel. Now let's get on with the episode. Everything you said, we already knew, more or less. Well, here's something that you didn't know. Two of those special atomic bombs haven't gone again it's been a while i've been doing this parent thing that uh uh, is taking a lot of my time and a lot of other things that i will talk about on the podcast uh soon but we have uh i'm back i'm doing this i'm back in the saddle ready to go ready to jump on the horse just like my character in red dead redemption 2 but uh but yeah i'm back i'm uh, recording these bad boys have an awesome interview for you for this episode this week's episode uh it's with zach fandel uh for most people you're going to hear that name and it's not going to ring any bells at all but uh for people in the concord area and especially people that support one of our sponsors cabarrus brewing you know exactly who zach fandel is he is the curly haired ponytail flat bill wearing uh some ladies say cutie pie that stands behind the bar uh, he's one of the original three that are still at uh, Cabarrus Brewing since their inauguration. Uh, and Zach is, I've been wanting, like, Zach's, it started as uh, just a good conversation person whenever I'd go to the, whenever I had to go to the brewery to either drink beer or do trivia or do the comedy shows. Uh, and, like, we just became friends just due to our interaction. And Zach's got a awesome sense of humor. Uh, super funny and super chill, and he's from California, as you'll hear in the episode. And he's got that California vibe to him, which I love. I love people with a California vibe. Uh, that's why. That's why I stuck. That's why I stuck with Katie. Katie's got that California vibe, even though she was only there for ten years. But uh, but yeah, Zach. Me and Zach talk about anything and everything. Uh, if, if you've never listened to this podcast, I just jump into a conversation with with uh, one of my friends. Uh, sometimes it's friends. Sometimes. It's coworkers. Sometimes it's people that I work with in professional wrestling business. Sometimes it's people I work with in the comedy business. Uh, but it's just conversations. There's there's no real objective. There's no uh, topics that we want to touch on. It's just we sit down, press record, and talk. And that's what this is. And it goes from fantasy football to high school football stories to uh, bartending stories to Zach. Zach unleashes on the world. It's sold out now, so I really guess we really can't plug it that much. But Magic Mike is coming uh, to Cabarrus Brewing later this week. Uh, we get into that and have some fun stories. But yeah, it's uh, I live my bartender life vicariously through Zach because I, I'm so afraid to work in the food service industry. And he gives us a kind of a glimpse, but uh, he we touch on like his psychology degree and schooling, and uh, yeah, it's just, it's just a fun conversation between. Uh, two, I, I mean, which with, with, well, one cool guy in Zach and another one who thinks he's cool, but I don't know, maybe I'm moving slightly into that cool dad, uh, category, but, uh, but yeah, like I said, it's a fun conversation. We, uh, cover many different topics, uh, but I don't know, I'm, I'm out of words and this is a short intro, but I got to get back in the groove. This is, I'm back. Sorry for the hiatus. Like I said on Facebook, Took a hiatus because I got I got to get this dad thing down and and I can't let other pieces jump in the way, so I, I think I'm finally getting getting the hang of it enough that I can devote some time into doing these interviews. And speaking of interviews, I have a lot of cool uh, interviews that I'm very proud of and that I'm looking forward to presenting to to you guys. Uh, if you if you follow, used to follow the Patreon page, I killed off the the Patreon page just because I. I like I like for people to support me. 
uh, I'd, I'd love for them to do it monetarily, but I just don't have enough time right now with all the wrestling shows coming up and everything that's going on in the baby, the new baby here. I don't have enough time to devote uh, enough content to the Patreon where I feel like if you if you give $10 or $5 or $2 that you're getting your money's worth. And I'm not here to take people's money. I'm here to build a community. So the way we're going to do this for this next few months is through this podcast and through uh, online at TuesdaySpecial.com. I'm releasing a bunch of different cool videos, uh, some pertaining to the podcast, some just pertaining to the Tuesday Special community. But if, if you want, if you like, just visit TuesdaySpecial.com. It's got all the past episodes uh, and some videos. Like when we started this, we did videos. It's kind of transitioned to just audio. But, uh, yeah, check it out. Tell me what you think. Uh, you can find me on Facebook. Just look under Patrick Price or Patrick Price Comedy. And that's where you can leave a comment. If you listen on iTunes or Stitcher Radio, uh, leave uh, leave a review. That's, that's what helps the algorithm. And uh, just it can be five stars. It can be one star. I don't know. You might not like my accent. You might not like my interview style. Uh, I don't know. But feedback is important, constructive or not. Uh, it's all objective. And I take it and build from it. So, Please give me some feedback. Thank you for listening. Uh, I'm, it feels good to be back. This is my outlet. This is my uh, conversation piece with my friends and family uh, out there in the audio universe. But that's enough of me. Let's get to my conversation with the one and only beautiful maned bartender, Zach Vandal. Let's go. You don't play fantasy football, that stuff. No. It's all about your life, man. I don't. It's. I went through a phase where I got talked into it a lot. And then I never. Here, I'm going to get comfortable. And then I never. Like, I'd play the first five. Five weeks, and then I'd forget about it. Well, that's because life took over. You got to commit to it, man. Exactly. I'm talking like I'm spending three hours a day, on like my researching. Phone. Yeah, researching, doing everything because I got upgrade the phone to the iPhone what XR. Uh, did you? What you have before? The six. iPhone six. Yeah. Or at least your iPhone. Yeah, no, my iPhone, straight iPhone. Made the made the jump, and it tells you how like how much FaceTime you have on your phone. Mm-hmm. And I was averaging like three and a half hours a day, three hours twenty eight minutes a day during fantasy football season. And it's solely here. Hold on. Flip your. Let me flip this around. Okay. No, I'm not about logos and labels. Yeah. It's cool, man. Yeah, man. Three hours playing for money. Oh, so there's money involved. A lot of money involved. That makes sense. So, yeah. I don't know if, uh, I don't know. I could never commit. I, I don't, I'd never committed. I don't think, maybe one year out of all of them, I committed like wholeheartedly and did it. I came in like fifth place. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, was it really even yeah. worth it? No, see, man, I'm either first, second. It's the equivalent to my hunting. Have you ever, do you ever hunt? No, I'm not a hunter. Okay. So I went hunting once with a co- with my cousin when I was maybe 16-ish, 17-ish, at 4 o'clock in the morning, watched the sun rise, sat there for three hours, tired and cold, and didn't see anything. I was like, I'm not doing this again. I mean, that's just the reality of what hunting is, though, man. Yeah, but then, <laughs> I, but the same thing is with... Fantasy football. I spent seventeen. Well, how many weeks of NFL football? So you play fourteen weeks regular season. Okay. There's two weeks of the playoffs. So it's sixteen total weeks. So I'm pretty sure I did fourteen because I was nowhere near the lead. And, the, and you're like, the oh, I'm, I'm, done. Done. I'm done. Yeah. But as long as you paid your league view, like mm-hmm. your fee, as long as you pay the fee, then you're cool. It's the people that don't pay the fees and like, oh man, I'm not gonna but pay do you, you. Do you do you have to pay the fee before you jump into the league? So just like most things, man, I don't pay the fee because if I paid the fee up front, it means I'm gonna lose. Oh, is that like okay superstition, man? Because if I'm like handing my money over already, I'm like, eh, that means I've already like given up. So what's the uh, point? But, but that then brings in the hassle of having to hunt people down to get the money at the end of the year. Yeah. So if you're the champion, that's just part of it. But if everybody pays before, then everybody's handing their money over, right? Which defeats exactly. the purpose of you handing your money over. That's why, man. It's I just feel the entry fee into the league. 
Exactly, but I'm the LeBron James of fantasy. Oh, so I go how to many the championships finals. do you have? Two, two, three, three now. So how many finals have you Seven. Got oh, okay. Seven straight. Okay. Three championships and four really, really bad losses. Uh, like really like questioned myself for six months afterwards. It took over my so, life. So whenever you get to the championship, does it fall into who you have left playing or does it fall into you get X amount of people per team? It is. You get X amount of number per team. If your team's made it, injuries are horrible or like, hey, you know, Kareem Hunt had to go over yeah. and do that stuff this yeah. year. Whatever that, whatever he was thinking, get some help, man. But kick the, you know, so he's out. So you lose players throughout injuries. Odell Beckham, quad mm-hmm. injury. No respect, man. Come on, dude. You had a quad injury. A bruised <laughs> quad. It's not, we're not talking about a pulled hamstring. It's just a bruised quad. And you can't play and you're making $100 million. This is, this is life. We, this is life people live now. Like, right. this, is, this is our society now. This is it. I mean, you have people like last night, you know, thank you, Chicago, for losing. Cody Parkey, really, really appreciate it. And people are saying this dude, Venmo, this morning. For yeah. missing the kick. I mean, what? They're going to have death threats in Chicago. This is sports. This Too is serious. betting. Fantasy football, man. The whole thing about football is just wild. And as if, for those of you just tuning in, where was Zach Fandle? Yep. Did I say last name? And I walked into, we're at Cabarrus Brewing recording this episode of the podcast, and he has full-on decked out Philadelphia Eagles gear <sighs> on. You bleed it, man. You bleed the green. Last night was awesome. Dink, dink, guy missed it. Worst kicker in the Dude. league. Cut him three, four years ago. So hold on, who, who did the Eagles cut him three, four so, years ago? Yeah, so three years ago, Cody oh, Parkey was our kicker, uh-huh. and we cut the guy. Because guess what? You just couldn't Yeah, the kick. he's not good. He's not kicked. So Chicago signs him to a four-year, $20 million extension this offseason. Uh-huh. He leads the NFL, or second in the NFL, and <laughs> missed kicks this year. Dinked four in one game, and you're going to put him out to kick against us for a game winner. So thank you, Chicago. So, so he, he even had the uh, – this is me spitting back in their face for releasing me. Right. Moment sitting on his plate. Correct. And he dropped the plate. So he hit the kick, and then obviously Doug Peterson did the Doug Peterson thing, called the timeout, and iced him. Yeah. I mean, hopefully a lot of you guys in North Carolina, you've seen the Panthers commercial, ice the kicker. Yeah. It happened. Yeah. Yeah. It really happened last night. They iced him, and he So – well, my thing is, is you're, you're working – you're paid to kick field goals. You're paid. Millions of I assume kickers get paid millions. Five million a year. Five million a year to kick a field goal. One. This is the kick that they pay you to make. And it wasn't even an insane, insanely long kick. Uh, 40 yards? I think it was like 40, 42. Somewhere yeah, 40 yards. The guy hit three of them already in the game. It didn't even matter. And then that's just the mental game, man. So now this guy, sadly... I mean, he did own up to it. He's like, man, my bad. I missed the kick. I'm a man about it. Yeah. But this dude can't show his face in Chicago now. I believe it. You remember I mean, the dude that tried to catch the ball? What's his name? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, for the Bay- for the, uh, uh, the Cubs. Cubs. In the World Series. That dude, yeah. death threats. This <laughs> Cody Park, he's going to get the same exact thing. Uh-huh. And it's, hey, man. we the territory. Right. We like, have a place in Philly for you. Yeah. You know, we have a hideout for you <laughs> waiting if you need it. Well, how's you in Philly? We'll not hand uh, you back to the Chicago government. We won't do it. We promise. I mean, last night, Philly went nuts. I mean, I'm surprised. Yeah. They're still recovering from the Super Bowl win last year. Yeah, Super Bowl champs is a cool thing. And, you know, they're still recovering from last year, and then they get the win last night. So, Philly, I mean, it's been awesome. Being a sports fan. Do you think they have what it takes to get to the Super Bowl? Oh, yeah, man. Nick Foles, that man. If you don't believe in magic, that's it. This guy has shown Matt, like, this dude should not be playing. He's not even our start. He's a backup quarterback out here slinging it like he's making 20 mil a year. Yeah. The guy is magic. God. If you didn't see last night, dink, dink, kick, what? That is magic, man. These people need to start <laughs> it's believing. It's it meant to be. So hopefully, you, you know. you watch college football? So I've watched some college football. Uh, tonight. Tonight is the big. Yeah, we're Clemson, recording Alabama. this. This will be out tomorrow. So. so it'll be after the game. So I can yeah. make my prediction right now that Alabama is obviously going to win the game. Do you think so? Uh, I really don't want them to win. But, man, Tua. Have, he can take the squad, hits, man. Yeah. This guy out of Clemson, man. Clemson has a good football program, but the quarterback, he just can't take the hits, man. Yeah, that's what I'm. That's what I, That's what I'm wondering. Is that's whenever I talk with friends about it, and I'm a, I'm my number one team is NC State. That's the team I grew up on. My dad went to school there. I went. To, I was a kid. I used to go to Carter Finley Stadium. Go to yeah. Go there for like all the time for college football games. 
like season tickets from the age of six to the age of like thirteen or fourteen. Right. And I grew up grew up watching it, but then like my parents lived in Alabama for a while, and then my sister married somebody from Enterprise, Alabama. He's a Dow. Like you think UNC fans or NC State fans or Wake Forest or Duke fans are big time here? Oh, go to Alabama. Roll and that's tide. A whole, yes, that's a whole roll damn tide. Dude, these people are. I can't imagine. Luckily, oh, they have insane. a phenomenal football program, and yes. they're the best recruits. Well, I feel like. I feel like if they didn't have an insane football program like they do, the fans wouldn't be as passionate as they are. Exactly, but they have this dynasty, whatever. Man, eventually they'll come out. They were cheating in some sense. I mean, they are. They get these guys, these major recruits. These dudes are grown men, and they're like, oh, he's 18. You're like, what test are you taking? (laughs) Dude, dude, I need testing, doping tests. Bro, you look old, old. And they just go out there, and they win. Now, Nick Saban, he's that guy. You You love him to hate him. Uh-huh. You know, just like in Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, and then you have to just sit back and respect the fact that, hey, man, they're really good at football. They yeah. win national championships, and all they do is straight win. That's it. Well, then, well, there's always like the call to put two in at the national championship national championship game last year. Who makes that call? Yeah, like that makes you great. You, it's you have, stuff like that where people can say you cheat and this and that, but that's what makes you a great coach. That is, I to mean, have that instinct in it, and not and not necessarily it might not work out, but it did. And then Tua gets hurt, and you've talked the starter from last year into staying and being man. And now then Tua gets hurt against uh, Georgia. Georgia. Yep. And Hurts comes in. Hurts comes man. in and finishes it off. And it's just like, dude, dude Jalen Hurts of the guy is team first yes. you don't get that in football usually in today's sports if you're not the guy you see these kids transferring they just no i don't care if i'm not the starter that's it this yeah. dude lost one game as a starter mm-hmm. for three years two games maybe and then in the biggest moment of his life they pull him out and put he another dropped, guy and then the ask you to yeah. support the guy yeah and then say a true freshman is going to start over you in the national title after you got your team all the way there. Man, you need the sportsmanship that this dude has, putting his team first. You don't see it, man. So I think tonight, whoever plays quarterback for Alabama, I don't know if Tua's going to make it through the whole game. He's got his little knee injury yeah. going on. He's, hurt. Like, he's got like three or four injuries. That's the problem Ankle, with him. Knee, shoulder. He's got to get right if he wants to go pro because in the pros, you're getting hit. He's still young, though. Right, he's, he's like a sophomore, isn't he? Was he 18, 19? 19 or 20. 19 years old. Man, I'm 27. I just turned 27, and at 19, I would not have been able to play in a national title. Dude, I'm, I'm, 30, <laughs> I'm 35, and it makes me nervous thinking about being in that situation. Right, you're like, sitting there like, dude, you're what? What are you doing, man? Even though dude, you played football in school. Yeah, played, so I, yeah, I played yeah. football, high school, might have played in college, had a broken collarbone. Awesome, good stuff. Then tore the knee, so education was my path. Yeah. But, man, no, I played in some big games, not obviously, not nearly as big yeah. as a national title. We went to the playoffs you, maybe you, once. But you were, a, like, pretty sought after, a pretty... Yeah, so I was pretty good, man. Yeah, pretty... I wasn't, t- were you a quarterback? No, so I played safety and slot. Okay, gotcha. I mean, man, I was 5'10", white dude, man. <laughs> I mean, come on, dude. It wasn't – yeah, teams were like, I, oh, I'm, man. I'm the complete opposite. I was 6'3". I was only 165 in school, but I could – I was slow, so slow. But I could catch anything because I got big basketball right. So you're like, all right, cool. Yeah, yeah no, just, I was yeah, – I can catch but – but it better be a hitch, hitch route. <laughs> yeah, no, I was <laughs> the dude. Slant. They were like, all right, he's, he's kind of good. He gets hot sometimes. Yeah. My attitude got in the way, and I was like, man, I don't like these people. Yeah. Like, you know, you see red sometimes. But, yeah, no, it was – I couldn't imagine playing a game to that level. I mean, even playing in just a playoff game in high school, you're like, what? Yeah. Like, like this, you, you get your mindset. And what? Yeah. It is hype. It is something – I remember where – no, where did you play high school ball at? So I went to Robinson. Okay. So that's – Who were – see, Robinson – this is going to sound – I'm so old. Robinson opened after I had graduated. So what year did yes. Robinson open? So, gosh. 2003? Maybe, because I graduated in 10. Okay. So that so sounds like 2003, 2004. Yeah. I remember when they opened J.M. Robinson. What, who, were, who was their big rival? So our big rival outside of like Concord is now Hickory Ridge. Hickory okay. Ridge and Cox. Which is a newer Mill. school, too. Yeah, right? and then Hickory okay. Ridge got a new school, and they took pretty much half of our kids and more than good. half of our athletes. Yeah, so, it was so that's like, like the South. I went to South Orlando, which is that's what happened is they built Carson. Carson, Carson took half of the 
half of the student body and that was the worst football game i ever played was against carson i think i fumbled like three or four times against carson dude it was just a nightmare they smoked us they had this kid that ended up going d1 that i remember we can share old football stories i remember our our big rival was ale brown oh man and i remember two the two games i remember my senior well there's three there's a western man game but uh two games i remember was the ale brown game and that was like we played them at ale brown which is very intimidating. Yep. And did you guys play Ale Brown? Yeah, so that was the last okay. game I ever played. Oh, okay. Yeah, they broke me. Travis oh. Riley, man. The dude oh, hit me yeah. so hard. Snapped my collarbone <laughs> in half. Like, Travis he, Riley went and played at? Carolina. Oh, yes. Okay. okay. Yeah, big guy. Dude. Yeah. He was, I had there was a, a guy. I, can't, I could never remember his name, but he played for Mount Tabor. My senior year of high school. And he was like All-American. My, Mount Tabor was so good. Dude, All-American. Uh, was going like was one of the most sought after linebackers in football, and I played. I was a wide receiver, and I remember uh, I remember them walking past us, and me. They had taught us his number, and we watched film of like him, like watching him yeah. or to block him and this and that. And uh, I remember I went to crack. Well, I, saw, I watched. I saw them walk out, and this dude was huge. And you're like. Oh, like yeah, like God. grown man. Like we were talking about, like grown man. Dude, status. are you forty? Like, yeah. What? I went to crack block him, and I remember turning and running, and him like looking at the quarterback, and me getting probably two feet from him, like, oh my god, yeah. I'm going to murder him, and him turning his head and looking at me, and then laying me out. Yeah, you're like he saw like, in yeah. the inside of you, and you're just like it was like just hitting a wall. Oh my god! And, and I swear to God, it was the hardest I could try to hit somebody. Man, I did the same oh. thing. There's two dudes. One, Travis Riley hit me so hard. The other one was Marquise Williams at Mallory Creek. He ended up playing at U, uh, Carolina, starting mm-hmm. quarterback Carolina. The dude, we played him our sophomore year, his freshman year. Skinny guy, man. Yeah. On the sidelines, I hit him, rocked him, no worries. He still threw for 300. It didn't really matter. It was yeah. the only team time we ever beat a Mecca 17. The, year, ne- the next year, mm-hmm. this dude had to put on 60 pounds of muscle. Ugh. So we're going down the sidelines. I go to hit him. I just lays me out. <laughs> Like I like He's you know quarterback? yeah quarterbacks you know quarterbacks usually they're like running they to the sideline and they step out I'm like don't step out don't step out I'm about to rock this kid I hit him he lowers his shoulder I'm on the ground I'm talking my like chest plate like is just open I'm dazed he like picks like, me up he's like, like Zach you, like you blink and you're looking at the sky and just, he picked me up too he's like Zach I'm way bigger this year and I'm sitting there like Mark he's like oh my gosh this is a quarterback a quarterback is laying doing? me out at safety. I'm going to need to work out with you. Over this yeah, obviously we lost by 60 points. Yeah. But, yeah, oh, man, we lost. I didn't even have a winning record in high school in any sport. Really? Yeah, Robinson, not one basketball. I thought they were good at some point. Yeah, after I oh, left. Okay. <laughs> See, we had, we had like, tra- like a trash team. We had good football players, just had bad coaching. Yeah, and so, then, yeah. like, my senior year, there was a guy named Keith Garrett, Torrey Gertie, uh, who were, like, Keith Garrett was maybe like five six, like small dude. He's a running back, so they hand it off, and he'd get down, and yep. nobody could see him, and he just squirt are, and go. Man. And Torre, I think Torre went and played at. Well, I, I say Elon, but I don't know that it's Elon. Somewhere he went and played somewhere and became a cornerback, and like is now like was one of their best cornerbacks ever in the man. history of the college. Like super super cool dude, but uh, we went. That was the most success I've ever had in sports was that year, my senior year. And we went, I think, I want to say eight, nine, and no, how many How many games did you play in high school? Uh, ten. So 10, we 11, eight, it just depends. Eight and three. That's what we, because we lost three. to, we lost to Ale Brown, we lost to Northwest Cabarrus. But Northwest Cabarrus was a weird game because it was like a downpour or oh. like a, the yeah, it was like, games, yeah, it's like, well, it was a downpour and they canceled the game on Friday. And we played it on at twelve o'clock on Saturday. Saturday that's miserable. Oh, and we got out there, and if you you've played at West Rowan, oh not West Rowan, Northwest, where it's just yeah, like a like a yep. swamp. So we get out there, and the humidity's so bad that everybody's puking before the game even starts, God. like during warmups. And then they ended up winning like twelve to three, like twelve to six or something. Nobody scored a touchdown. It was all field goals. Oh, it was so horrible. But best man. game, best game I ever played in. We played West Rowan, my senior year. And uh, the name of this episode is going to be High School Football. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, 
we played Westerwind, and uh, it was at our field the night before. I don't know that anybody knows the true story behind all this. The night before, a few of the football players was painting their rock. Like, you know, oh, the rock. Rocks. Oh, yeah, man. Like, was painting it during the JV game. Like, we had all went up there for the JV game. And uh, some Westerwind guys passed and jumped out of the car, and they tried to, they got into a little tussle. And then everybody ran when the cops came. And when we got to school the next day, somebody had broken into our field and spray painted like cuss words all on, on the, the field. field, all over, Jeez. like all over the stadium, on the on the boxes, on the walls, on the track. And they got us out of class in first period. And like we used to, you wear jerseys to school, yeah. like they took us out to the field and made all the whole football team take off their jerseys and clean that entire field. Oh my gosh! And we beat them that night in double overtime. And that was their that was their only their one of two losses that year. Oh man, I yeah we played in some. Decent I remember. Do you games. remember? You remember a guy named Scooter Cheryl that played basketball for uh, NC State? No, so I'm not a big NC. I know Philip Rivers from NC State. Yeah. I know. So Scooter Cheryl went to, went to. Was it Scooter Cheryl? Yeah, I think it went to Westerland. Or did Scooter Cheryl? There was a Oshawa Benjamin went to Concord. Uh, Scooter Sherrill, actual Benjamin was way older than us. Yeah, I was going to say. Um, Scooter Sherrill was like two years older than me. But I remember he played for West Rowan when they were insane. When, when they, they were like, yeah. when they went undefeated for like two or three seasons and won the national or the state championship. And, and dude, I remember, I remember like hitting him and it just being like, uh, like what? Man, it's, yeah, I played a lot of. Really, we played in the Mecca Seven, so we played mm-hmm. West Charlotte, Hopewell. Oh, you guys played Charlotte schools? Yeah, so we played all Charlotte schools. So, man, the competition. I'm, so glad we didn't play Charlotte I'm talking the competition was on another level: mm-hmm. basketball and mm-hmm. football. I mean, if we would lose by 21 or four, three to four yeah, scores no. in football, we were like, okay, cool. I mean, our yeah. junior year, dude, our quarterback threw one touchdown pass. Really, one, uh, one. That was like us touchdown pass, dude. It was, it was you. I mean, but obviously, still, but you guys were still like a newer school. Yeah, so we were kind of new, but the thing was, is they had so much talent early on with Freddie Brown. Yeah. So you had Freddie Brown go there. Uh, wow, God, sorry, Robinson people. Yeah. Not hollering at you right now, <laughs> but you, we had a lot of talent lot of at one people. point. Yeah. Uh, but then, you know, our our class came in, and then we went to the Mecca Seven. We're playing kids that were grown men. I mean, we ended up playing Mallard Creek one year. Uh, they went undefeated. Ended up having a 25 year old kid on their team. Had to oh, forfeit really? the whole season. Yeah, dude, this dude was defensive end, six five, two fifty. Like we had, we had two guys in middle that. school that were maybe two or three years older than they should have been. That had just couldn't pass. I'm not gonna name any names, but they played basketball. <laughs> and like one of them could dunk, and we were like, "This is eighth grade in middle school." And you're dunking the and you're basketball. dunking the basketball, and you look like like he's got a beard. Like there's something Man. wrong. See, it's weird for me. So I'm I'm originally from Northern California. So I'm from Chico, California. Yeah, that's one. That's another thing I want to talk to you about. Yes, California. Yes. So I'm from Chico, California. So I mean, I went to a school of four thousand kids, and do we had six black kids? I mean, yeah. that's just the reality. That's like, how elementary school was. Here. Right. Yeah. I mean, it yeah. was. You know, we have a huge Latino population, yeah. Asian population, but the black population is just not big where I'm from in mm. in Northern California. Now, when you get down to uh, when you get up to Sacramento, you get down mm. to San Francisco. Go Oakland, then you get more South, Southern California. Yeah. Then obviously, you know, it's it a grows. lot. Right. So when I moved out here, it was like I went to a West Charlotte game yeah. where they have 3,000 <laughs> black kids and four white kids. And yeah. I'm sitting there like, oh my like? gosh, what <laughs> is this? I'd never seen what cheerleading was. Yeah. Oh, like really? actually stepping and cheerleading. Yeah. Until I oh, went yeah. to West Charlotte. Yeah. That was the hypest I've ever seen a gym in my life. Yeah. I mean, the closest Love competition it. I had was like AAU basketball. We played this team out of Oakland called the or San Francisco called the San Fran Kids That Can't Wait. Yeah. Dude, they were all look like Carmelo Anthony. Like they came really? out. My whole team's like. <laughs> We didn't even know this many black people existed. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, we've been sheltered our whole life. Like, what yeah. is going on? Crazy. Yeah, like so to us, we're like, all I right. I, had, I think I had one like one black girl that went to elementary school with us in our elementary school. Oh, and it was man. like it's very have you ever been to Texas? Yeah, I've spent little time in Texas, but I I've feel been like through Texas. Texas. When I when I went to Texas after about a week in Texas, I was like, I feel like like 
like black people and Hispanics changed. Right. Like, like yeah. six places yeah. in that's, Texas. That's California. That's it's Northern like, California. Like the way, the yeah. way, the way that like in relationships and like they're like part of the norm of like the African American or black community yeah. in North Carolina. It's like you, you like you see a black guy and a white girl. It doesn't whatever. Like, yeah, from that's, where, that's yeah. normal. Okay, yeah, where I'm fine. from, dude. If I saw, it's not even. There wasn't even like a question. So then I move here, and like to me, I just fit right in because yeah. I don't know any. I don't care. I've never seen like true like anything racial in my life. Yeah. I've never spent time in the South. I never. Mm-hmm. So I'm like that's, that's interesting because I have like I have and I've been around that before i've never like i've never been one to accept it or oh no 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 or like promote it or i i I even would step out to defend the minority in the situation that's the only fight i've ever been in my life oh yeah before i'd before i'd ever just sit back and accept that this is happening and and that's that's happened a few times but i want to know like coming from like california to the, the south where like granted it is a like there is more racism in our state and yeah. the states below us right. rather than the northern northeastern or midwestern part of the world. Yeah, it's just traditionally, historically. Historic. Yeah, we're talking yeah. this is all history yeah, based and what you see and yeah, man, it was wild. Like, but yeah. Actually that, that's, like it was some what's the most crazy and it, and it's it's hard for like us to talk about it because we're yeah. white male yeah we're white male you know, class we, we, we're males we, to everyone and... to everybody's perspective we have we have the top seat we were Correct. born with the right. top seat which is in some ways true but in many ways that, completely, completely choice, wrong yeah like yo it's not my choice wrong. like and yeah it was crazy so actually the only fight I've ever gotten in trouble for in my whole life is I was in Northern California mm-hmm. and. We had four or five black kids. One of them just so happened to be my friend. And we had this transfer kid come in. And the, the transfer kid called him a word I dude I had never heard before. You know, we're not gonna say what it is. And like my, Yeah, my friend was like, Yo, I can't do anything about this. And I was like, You need me to do something about this? He's like, mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, you don't say that. And I'm sitting there like, dude, I've only heard this in like Movies. raps like Ice Cube, <laughs> like, you know, like west coast rap like that's the only time yeah. you hear it but you've never like i've never heard it in person yeah and i'm sitting there like okay dude i'll fight this kid yeah. like sure <laughs> like all right man i'll fight this kid everyone went outside you know get the, this kid it's got a, dude i tackled the kid i was like 12 fifth grade oh, okay fourth okay. fifth grade fifth, so it's elementary like, school elementary school fights are fun yeah no this was great everyone met outside i was like man i'll see you outside and the kid was like yeah man blah 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 blah. i'm like bro what am i doing like all right cool like i go out there dude i tackle this kid into the ground he gets up my other friend just knocks the kid out and i'm like dude, i didn't have to do anything yeah. i'm like all right everyone run like yeah. so we all run do we all scatter so i'm actually out getting a haircut with my mom like i didn't tell my mom anything oh, yeah. you know my mom gets a call from the principal and the principal's like hey you guys need to come back down to school i was like what happened i was like uh i I don't know i tackled him i tackled him like i didn't and then then, someone knocked him out knocked him out and my mom's like okay like we'll go down there principal he was like zach we know it was said and you did the right you know we're not going to condone you fighting but but we understand what you did so here's a three-day suspension man i went home for three days my mom let me do whatever i was playing xbox like i'm sitting there didn't even realize until like i moved to the south and then you see it and you actually and then the crazy thing is you see it and the people that are doing it don't even know yeah. Like they and they're like, like ex- they've been yeah, they've been so conditioned to think that. Right. I mean, no one's born it's... with, you know, these thoughts. Yeah. You're taught them through yeah. your lineage whatever and sometimes history related, that's not your fault either. If you're never educated on something, how are you supposed to know? Yeah. So you're educated one way, you act in that one way and then you realize it's bad and you change it. Okay. Yeah. Great, man. Cool. You changed, you made a difference. It's the people that don't, but seeing it from the West Coast to to this side it was like night or day and this was 10 years ago yeah you know has gotten a little bit better and more accepted but when i was in high school man we had after every football game my mom would cook for everybody breakfast the next morning mm-hmm. we had every Ooh, nice. black white whatever it didn't even matter our yeah. whole team was just, at my just, house yeah. everyone it's had a good time right you know and i had uh you know a family a parents ask my mom why do you do that why would you do that and my mom's like what do you mean 
Like, why would you have that at your house? Like, why would you invite those people to your house? My mom's like... Fellowship and love, son. My mom's like, what are you talking about? Like, yeah. uh, they're really good kids, and I like their parents, and I'm like, yeah. yeah, but you just don't, you just don't know. You're not from here. You don't understand. And my mom's like, no, like, I, I understand, understand everything, and I yeah. really like these kids, and they're like... Some of them are like sons to me. Yeah. They've been at my house for three years. Yeah. They're great kids. And then like these people are like, oh, no, that's not good. My son won't be over there. And you're like, dude, like it's now we're coming up. It's 2019, man. You know, it's never, yeah. you know, it's not going to. But back then, five, six years ago, it wasn't. It's still the South. You're still. Well, that's like, that's what's so, that's what's so weird about society today is. Everybody wants to be like me. I like. I think the media drives a lot of. Oh yeah, the race. The race. I mean, yes. I'm not going to say that racism doesn't exist. The media makes it up. Yes, yes, it exists. We know it exists. But they take the most extreme situations and glorify those as opposed to just reporting the news. Right, and you don't even look at like the good things. And like I always, whenever I'm trying to talk to somebody that I feel like that has been. That has promoted some kind of racism or like uh, negativity towards like the LBGT right, community, yeah, something like that. I tell them, I tell them the story of when I went to art school. Is like I was, I was born, I was born in North Carolina, like lived in North Carolina. I'm from the South. I'm not, a, I'm not a country boy. I got a country accent, but I'm not. I'm, a, I'm more of a city boy than I am a country boy. Yeah, I'm more modernized than like redneck, but. When I went, when I went, when I first went to art school, like a majority of the people that were there were either homosexual or transsexual right. or some type of the LBGTQ yeah. community, and it, like the, for about a month, it kind of weirded me out. Like, yeah. like I like I hope they don't hit on me. I hope they don't like the the normal straight yeah, guy, yeah. straight guy, and in, in, yeah. in like that type situation. But once I met all of them. Yeah. And I sat down and talked to them, and then we had to do projects together, and we had to do this and that. They were some of the coolest and nicest people I've ever met. Man, I... And that, that's why, I, like, when people ask me, does it bother you? I'm like, no. Like, some of the, no. some of the best people that I know Are like, have oh. made the decision and feel strongly about their decision to be gay or to right. be a transvestite or to whatever. be transsexual or whatever you want to do. Man. And it's like, that's... And what I, and the, my thing is live happy, right? Like so be happy with your life and live ha- Do what ha- you only live once, even though life. you live eighty, hopefully seventy, eighty years of quality. It's very life. short. We're, yeah, very we're talking short quality of, of life. Yeah, no, I. Uh, so I got my degree at Charlotte in psychology, mm-hmm. and whenever you're a psych major, uh, there aren't really jobs for you unless you specialize. Yeah. Like, there's no job you that you apply to, right? You don't like, oh yeah, I have a psych degree, and they're like, oh yeah, you can be this CEO, blah blah. blah. Like you don't apply for these <laughs> these jobs unless you want to go like a psych ward or in the prison system, which I've always been interested in. I thought prison counseling would be kind of wild. So yeah, like it'd be wild to like reach into the brain of, of these people. Right. And you're sitting there as a psychologist. Technically I was like, wow, I need to go and expand. Cause I was looking about stuff, LGBT, just all sorts of, so I was like, cool, I'll go get a women and gender study minor. Mm-hmm. So that was my other minor. Cause we didn't have the major. Uh, so the first intro class, like, you know, intro to women and gender, you know, it's like 200 people class and there's a whole bunch of dudes and they're like, oh, you're just trying to sleep with all these girls and what yeah. are you trying to do? And I'm sitting here like, no, like I love women. So I wanted to go get educated on the thing I love the most. And in psychology, it's not just one group of people. Yeah. It's tons. So if you're only looking at one group of people, how are you going to learn? Yeah. So by, it took me about the fourth or fifth class, like class section for these people to finally be like oh zach you're actually like here to learn you're trying to figure you know like all right that's awesome like thank you that you finally realize that i'm here to learn about what's going on and i accept people for who they are it's your life man if you want to go do that now there is this huge like people that are way way out there and you're like dude cool just keep it to yourself man like i get it like you want as long as as long as it eases your mind right yeah Yeah. like man you want all this you want all this but guess what man you're a human too like like don't categorize yourself like i get it man like but you're a human too so you do have the rights like it's it's cool and some of the best people you're right man i met ever yeah we're in these classes Mm -hmm. and once they once i finally was like oh they don't actually want me like it was like a 
oh wow, I sexualized everything with people I didn't even yeah, want to do this off with. Of one, yeah. Well, one thing you're like, oh, I didn't even want to do this, and I actually had a dude look at me. He's like, Zach, you're not that awesome. Like, yeah. I, like, <laughs> yeah. like, are we don't want to sleep with you? And I'm like, like bro, I never we, even talked about that. The one thing that, that I learned, like, <laughs> the one thing that I learned in art school was if you get hit on by like a gay guy, yeah, then you're doing something right. You're doing something right because their because their standards are really ten times, high. Oh, my. ten times higher than like most females. Man, yeah, to have guys, girl, like and, you know, and I think everyone everyone should have a gay friend, right? Or some or some, some or, different, yeah, some kind of in that friend cat- in that category because they will be the most straight up with They're, you. You're gonna open up. They your will eyes. keep you. Yeah, they will keep you like I, for like it's almost. It's almost like they have more in-depth knowledge about like fashion and looks and right. how and how like what hairstyle you have. Like, sorry, we're stereotyping, face. but yeah, it's true. Yeah, like it is true. true. Like, this yeah. is their superpower. It right, is. it is. It is amazing. You're it's sitting insane. there, and like I'd have people in the class be like, "Dude, you're, why are you dressed like that?" And I'm sitting there, I'm like. Dude, it's eight AM on a Monday. Yeah. They're like, Yeah, you need to be like you You're always to, you're always on stage. Yeah. Like that. you 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 dress like a bum and I'm sitting there, I'm like, I look down, I'm like, Wow, you're, dude. You're right. I am dressed like a bum today. Oh my gosh. What if, like, I, was, what if I was gonna meet my wife today? Jeez, like I <laughs> wow, it makes you look at yourself and I was just like, Man, thank you. Like, you know, I finished I ended up graduating, finished my minor. It was great. I mean, everyone supported me. I was the only male at the end mm-hmm. for our whole entire group. It was really? me. And then this other dude, super funny. So if a class started out, see, I I went to community college because I didn't go play football. But if I. Community college is a necessary step. Oh, dude, man. It's the smartest thing ever. It is. Especially now. Now that I went to private, like, I made my mistake came when I went to private art school after community college. Yeah. Yeah. And now I have, like, student loans out the ass that I'm going to have to pay for for the rest of my life. Pretty much, yes. For something that literally did nothing for me except, I mean, it made me a professional at what I do, but didn't get me a job. No. Like, I I could do, I could be doing the same thing I do now. Uh, Maybe not not at the same level. Yeah. But, like, and that's what hurts the most about it. But, yeah, I got my business degree paid for like when I, when I got my paper. Yeah, no, you, I think, you know, school, I'm actually finishing up my master's Hopefully this semester, I took a hiatus, man. I'm on your hiatus trail about a year because, man, I had this the whole thing. I was like, man, college is stupid. Like, you know, what am I doing? What is it really getting me? But, man, I did a STEM community college. I started out at a college that failed out because I drank way too much, yeah. partied way too much. Everybody's got to go through that, though. Yeah, man, I woke up one more. I didn't know where any of my stuff was. It was real bad. Ooh. I was like, dude, I need to get my stuff to get, like, y'all didn't have my phone, wallet, keys. I was at some random house, blacked out. I was like, whoa, whoa, we got to check it. Came back, went to community college for a year and a half, finished all my prereqs half the price i mean if you don't know what you want to do in your life it's cool to just Dude. go take some classes you mm-hmm. know college isn't just for everybody those basic, those basic education courses that right you gotta i mean do. yo it's not for anybody you know if you're you're either gonna get an education if you're not getting education go get a trade man trade school is huge yeah. it's something that you can take with you anywhere you don't need the college education you can make a really really good life for yourself yeah. if you want to go to college and you want to do those things yeah man community college is great get your prereqs out of the way you pay half the cost and then you actually know what you want to do yeah. and then right then you can go okay well i'm just going to go in into this field because i tried out all of these classes and i feel like another thing that needs to be taught to young people is you don't have to go to college to live that college quote unquote college lifestyle. Right. Yep. It's a lot cheaper just to pay for an apartment, your own apartment. Yep. Yep. And work, and, work a full time job, yep. pay for your own apartment, and party all you want to. Yep. You can. You can do rather than any of that. Like get get that. Everybody's gonna. I feel like everybody should go through that that part yes. of life. Just because you learn a lot about yourself. Yes, and you do and you dumb get, things. You get a lot of out. Yes. You realize that a lot of stuff that you think is this fantasy in your mind turns out to be not as. Not as Fantasy awesome. driven as yeah, not as awesome as your mind thought. Yeah, man, I did it early, often, and now I'm 27, and I'm like, ah, oh, dude, I'm home by 11. Cool. Yeah. Like, all right, man. Like, I partied, I did everything, I learned a lot. Yeah, I think you grow the most about yourself, like through school. It's not even about the classes and the work. It really doesn't matter, man. You can BS anything, get by. It's just about showing up. Learning discipline, yeah, that, learning to be that's on really time. What it's about is yeah, is dis, is discipline and like w- moving to the next transition of life for you. Right, your next step or what you're doing, 
And I mean, I was a TA for a year or two, and I had all these kids. I had like 200. I was 25. I had like 200 kids that were like 18 to 21. And yeah. I'm sitting there like giving them life advice. And I was like, look, man, if you're hammered, I don't really care. You're hungover. Just come to class. Yeah. Like, dude, be like, grow up. Like, if you, you know, I any kid that cheated, you failed. I don't care what you wanted to say to me, what you wanted to do. It didn't matter. Now I had kids. I'd say, hey, man, I'd give you one pass. If you come up to me and you own up, you say, hey, man, uh, Professor Fandel, sir, we'll go with that. You know, yeah. I messed up. I was hammered last night. Yo, give me another shot. Yeah. Dude, I'm giving you another yeah. chance because no, you, owned you owned up, up to it. And you're, you make mistakes, man. These college kids think they need to be perfect. No. You're going to make so many mistakes. And the professors are waiting for you to make the mistakes and see how you react. Yeah. A lot of teachers, they'll just give you really shitty tests, really hard tests, so you will fail. Mm-hmm. And then they'll see what kind of student you are. Are you the one that blames everything, screams at the teacher, yeah. whatever? Or are you the kid that goes, oh, shit, maybe I need to do better. Maybe whatever I need to do to get my grade because it's my – let me apply myself. Yeah. So it's really what you want out of it. But, man, school, you're right. You can party whatever you want to do. Mm. You don't have to. You don't have to do it. Well, you don't have to do it paying a tuition. Or making right. your parents pay a tuition. Or getting in debt. I mean, luckily, man, I came out of school. I'm not in debt. I worked for the school. I had uh, horrible things at the university. <laughs> but they paid for my way. Yep. It was nice. Uh, now looking back on it, I still hated every moment of some some parts of it, doing yeah. these re- like research for professors. Oh, but, dude, that's... You know, you're doing five, six but hours. But you're, you're learning how to earn it. Right. So I earned. Mm-hmm. I earned my keep. I earned whatever, you know... My non-dead, I guess. And a lot of students can do that, and they choose not to. And then they're like, oh, man, I'm in all this debt. How am I ever going to pay it off? It's like, oh, man, because you got that awesome job, right? Yeah. You've been working through school. Man, working in the service industry, I think every person should do that. I'm, dude, I'm scared of it. I mean, I've, you know. I'm, like, I'm, I have two mindsets. I've had the same job for 15 years. Oh, man, dude, it's time. So, yeah. So it's, it's time. It's time what? It's time for a new one, man. No, it's not. No? No. Man. Oh, Because I, se- I have seniority. That's I true. have, like, I have uh, leniency to when I need time off. You can get and it. I, and I do my company on the side, so. So you're doing, see, that's how I feel, man, you know, bartending and doing stuff like that. That's, that's how I feel. You know, I'm I, in my good spot. You're comfortable. You're like, okay. And then you have time to do other things on the side. So you work really, really hard. You get to where you are, and then you can kind of coast. And you do this nice little thing. You're chilling. You're coasting. Yeah. And you're making enough, and you're really comfortable. And then you're like, like man, I woke up racing. I'm like, oh, I got to do some other stuff. Dude, I can't, I can't remember when I woke up thinking I'm making enough money. No, no, you don't. Oh, I've never done that. Like, but, but, <laughs> I've never done that, man. And what's crazy is... Yeah. The so for the past eight or nine years, so I was married for eight years, then a separate, then divorced, and then now I'm with Katie. But like for eight years total, from this point since 2008, so ten years. Okay. 2008 is when I started my company when I graduated yeah. from college, my second degree in college. Uh, like I've I've made a lot of money, but I've never like just had money. Right, you you make a lot. That's to, what's that's what's so amazing to me to have and your the, life the way you want it. Yeah, and like, you're spending this money, and you have the life, and you're like, oh, I'm good, I'm cool. And then you're looking at how much you're stacking, and you're like, oh, I'm not this is not anything. enough. Like this is not enough. Like, I, don't, I, I might have like a, like a couple hundred dollars left over when I get paid again. Yeah, but like the like, amount man. of work that I'm doing, I should have a ton of money in this. Oh place. man, see that's what I'm saying. I'm just waiting. <laughs> you know, you're sitting there, you work so hard, and then you look at your bank account, and you're like, oh my gosh. And you're like, okay, so all right, I'll get my education, then it'll help me. And then you realize, okay, that didn't really work either. They're like, yeah. oh, you finish this, oh, you'll get six figures, your, you'll yeah. do this, and then you get there, and you're like, no, you don't. Well, what happens? No, is you don't. You're, and this is this is not to retract. Uh, this is not to retract away from people going to college because if right. you feel like if you feel like you need to be educated for what you do, hundred percent, like like nursing or being a doctor, nursing, or lawyer. even in business, yeah. public like I learned health. A lot, a lot of my business etiquette that has gotten me success in different parts of what I do in my career come from a business school. Right. Yeah. But when you get out of school, when you get out of college. And you go to work for a corporation or something, and then it's time for an opportunity, 
And Jack gets the opportunity because he's been there four years longer than you. Yep. He's got four years more experience than you. Yep. Well, my four years, I was in college learning. Yep. So that's when it, you start thinking, like, is it really if, helping? Yeah. If I would have worked four years, I would have learned everything I need to know about this job on the job training. Oh, yeah. Like, is, what, where's the fine line between? They told me if I went to grad school, whenever I got out of grad school, I could land all these jobs because that counted as my experience. So being in grad school deemed, you know, two, three years, two to five years, whatever, of experience because what I'm learning and what I'm doing because I have resources that nobody else has. Yeah. So then, you know, I'm finishing grad school. I go to apply for these jobs and, you know, I'm like, okay, well, I'm gonna, I want this amount. Like, this is what I want to make. And they look at me and they go, no. Uh, you can make $11 an hour, $10 an hour. And I'm sitting there like, wait, wait, what? what? They're like, well, we have somebody that doesn't have your education, but you know what? They'll do, and we're just going to hire them instead because they'll take the 10 to $11 an hour, not your you know, 60 k in full benefits yeah. after you get your master's degree and you're educated. No, it's, it wasn't even like that. It was just like, no, no, you, you don't. So that's why I've been pedaling backwards, finishing my degree, because I'm sitting there like, what is it really doing for me? Yeah. Is it now it's just to the point where I'm like, I just want to finish, so I'm done. I don't have it over my head. I have yeah. this other piece of paper that maybe somebody out there is like, oh, that's really awesome. Like, yeah, you finished grad school, so you can do, you know, we would hire you for this because you show that you can complete something, that you can work and go above and beyond and complete something. But that's kind of what it's well, turning it's like into. Every job that I've ever gotten, like on the production side of things, mm -hmm. has been based on my skill. Nobody has ever asked where I went to school. Right. And it's crazy, like it's what, yeah. it's what what can you do? What, what like what level of artwork can you do? What level of video editing? Can How you good do? are you? Yeah. And it's not even about the, and that's that's why I enjoy the service industry because my education it didn't matter. It's what yeah. are you doing? Are you working? Well, that's how that's how it is. Are you with, not? with my ER job? Yep. Is like in healthcare is I've done it for so long and I'm so knowledgeable about yeah. it. Like none, I learned none of that in school. No, you I don't. You, all of it on the job. And yeah. And now the like I like I said earlier now the leniency of getting off or like if I like when I go to Mania every year yeah. for a week they let me off and it's like, nice there's no reason to throw that away no go to another job and it's so hard man that's how I mean I like I like working you know at Cabarrus Brewing I do I do mm -hmm. like being here I like the people I work with I like the customer base and it's the same thing man. You know, we're now the couple of us. We've been here since we opened. Yeah, we know what's going on. We have our customers, and it's it's gotten easier for us. So what do we're you... doing, and it's we make enough money to where then I do have the flexibility to do other things, to go to school, to mm -hmm. take time off. I took a week off for Christmas to see my nephews. You know, a well, lot of places like, don't let this you do is, that. This is an interesting fact. We'll close on this. Like, like I, I work in professional wrestling, and we have a big company in North Carolina. So, like me and Brian have come become like local celebrities, or people know us in the wrestling yep. industry, and fans of wrestling know us yeah. when they see us. Like we'll, we'll go to a like this is not to boast or brag, like we'll go to a WWE show or NXT show at Cabarrus mm -hmm. Arena, and we'll be walking, like talking to somebody from the arena because we know the arena people, yeah. or talking to somebody from NXT, or walking to our seats. And people will be like Patrick Bryan, PWX, PWX. Like it's it's weird like that, but it's awesome. Do you? But do you get that same kind of like local celebrity oh, yeah. as like a bartender yeah. at like the big brewery in town? Yeah, man. If, usually See, that, that's the most fascinating thing to me. It is. It is crazy, man. That at times I just go, Yo, I pour beer and I just talk to you guys. Like it's great. But you know, people come in, they have a great experience. I only my house is like fifteen minutes away, so yeah. I see some of the same people at food line. Oh yeah. If we go out to eat, if I go, we go to another brewery or a tap house. Do people or know you at other people breweries? all know yeah. us. I mean, we went. So I mean, we just went to that percent tap house that just opened in Harrisburg. I mean, they got a cool little spot. They yeah. do. You know, I was in there. I knew six, seven people that all came up to me, and I'm like, awesome. man, like this is kind of cool, man. It kind of, you know, well, that's how fuels it a little when bit. We did the trivia. Like, I, I remember one time I was with friends at Red Hill, and yeah. I, there was this beautiful German Shepherd, and I was like, I'm gonna ask if I can go pet it. So I walked over there. I said, Do you mind if I just like pet your dog? It's a beautiful dog. Yeah. And the guy goes, You're the trivia dude from Cabarrus, and yeah. I was like. Yeah. Yeah. This is weird. Yeah. Oh, man. It's, you know, that's also, I think I, I got this long hair, too. Yeah. So people know me for, yeah, they know me for this long hair, too, man. So it kind of becomes like a party. You got good hair, though. Right. Oh, yeah, man. I'm very lucky. 
super super lucky and eventually eventually i really just want to land a shampoo commercial <laughs> like i am trying let's just so do, let's shoot one i think we could oh man dude pantene whatever and just crush this shampoo commercial but yeah man people just know me they're like oh what's up Zach, man how you doing i'm sitting there i'm like Oh my hey. gosh, I know your face, dude. I'm so sorry. I don't remember your yeah. name. And then you kind of feel awful about it. Then they come in, you look at their name, like, oh fuck, John? Dude, yeah. I could have I could have just yeah, guessed I that. Pulled that like out of my ear. you know, man, we have really great customers. So whenever they see us, I actually uh some of our regulars that come in, dude, they let me come over on Christmas Eve. They cooked for me. Nice. Like they were like, Zach, whatever you like, what do you need? I'm sitting there like, yo, what? Yeah. Like, yo, I get paid to be here? I'm pouring beer and I'm just yeah, nice I'm just to these t- people. Yeah. And I genuinely like these people. Yeah. You know, the people that have been coming in for a long time. Dude, you like genuinely like I feel them. Like, yeah, I feel like the three of you, who's the three that have been here since So Chelsea, Lisa, and I have been here okay. from the get. So I feel like you, I think you three are like the celebrity bartenders. So they all, uh, yeah, they they know us. Yeah. And like people come in and they're like, no, we're just going to go talk to you. So we all have our regulars yeah. now. And it's like, no, nah, they'll take care of you. Like you're good. <laughs> That's That's and they'll awesome. bring you things. Man, I had uh, one of our regulars, he brought me some beer that you can't even get here from Treehouse Brewing. Nice. Like this beer, a guy was like, man, I'll give you $100 for the can. And I'm like, what? This yeah. is, no. It's a like, gift. This is a gift from a guy he, that. If he was not, he'll still here, I would tell you. He, <laughs> still here and I he, he drove up there, picked up the beer and drove it back. Ooh. And this was in what, Maine? Virginia yeah. or Maine or something like that? I've had the Hetty uh, Topper. Oh, from, so good. Uh, who is it that makes that? Alchemist. Yeah. In Vermont. It's so good. Yeah. And you're sitting there, you're like, It's cool, yeah. You drove this down for me, but you're right, man. It's this local celebrity thing. And part of it, man, you don't want to give that up either. Like, it's this cool, yeah. like, yo, people it's know like, me. But it, well, it, it also falls back on, comes full circle, it falls back on, like, no job is too little. Right. Like, every job has an impact on somebody. Every job does, man. And so, so when you look at, when you look at waiters or bartenders, yep. or anybody in the food service industry, you can't look at them and say, oh, they're just trying to make it. Or, oh, they're in school. Or, oh, they're just... No. It's like, no, some people were born for this mess, man. Yeah, they love it, man, the fast-paced yeah. environment. I'm, I'm scared shitless of it. I mean... I, yeah. Dude, I could not wait a table to save my oh, life. Oh, man, it is. I mean, you have eventually, man, if I decide to stay here, like, in the in the industry, mm-hmm. I'll eventually go, so, you know, you can make more, you know, mm-hmm. into Charlotte, something like that. But, man, you have people that make... So much money, yeah. Pouring alcohol and just being nice. Because your girlfriend's in the food service industry, and I I tell her all the time, like I could not do what you do. It is tough, man. Yeah, you have to deal with some customers. I I mean, yeah. We had this. We had a customer this last week, and I mean, he was running Chelsea around, man. This guy was not being nice. I mean, the things he was like, do this, do that, do this. No, she kept a smile on the whole time. Did Mm -hmm. everything. Then afterwards, was like, sir, the next time you come up here, you say it like this. You can say it in a different way, and then I will gladly serve on. You know, you you get tested by these people, and you just have to suck it up, man, and be like, okay. That's what I understand. Everyone has their moments, man. We all go in the oh, back yeah. and lose yeah, our minds for like, a second, man. Yeah. <laughs> but you have but a good of, but support. But one, one of my rules is you can't – you don't treat anybody in the food service industry bad. Even if no. it's a bad waiter. Or waiter. Even if it's a bad – man, you don't know what they're going through that day. Yeah, like, you have yeah. no idea and these people treat them horribly and you're like – Some people treat them horribly just – Just because. Yeah. Just Just because. And you're sitting there, you're like, yo, they're providing a service for you that you can't yeah. get anywhere else. Yo, you don't want to cook at home and you go out – Yo, if you're like, nice to your the, server, the majority of the reason that you're here is because you're lazy as hell. Right, like yo, if you if your server comes out, yeah, they don't look like they're in the best mood, but you get really good service, and you just can tell. Man, tip them a little extra. You might make their day and turn it around. Yeah, and, and you shouldn't be going out if you can't tip your bartender or your server, in in any service industry, yeah. man. Bar anything, you shouldn't be going out then. Yeah, because you are getting a service. It is somebody's job, and you're like, oh, they make two thirteen an hour. Yeah, we make two thirteen an hour. Yeah, you're not you're not living off that. Our paychecks are like thirty bucks. Like, like, yeah, majority of it is tips that I don't have to claim. Right, exactly, exactly. <laughs> from you, you know, from the customer that yeah. we're providing your service. So, nah, man, it's like, yeah, like if you if you can if you can humble yourself that you bring me drinks and food and and wait on me while I sit down at a restaurant, right. and eat, Then I will tip you well. Yeah, that's and, crazy. And, and pay you for your service. Right, that's crazy. Yeah, like it's crazy, but nah, man, local celebrity, whatnot. It's it's been fun, man. I like bartending. It's cool, man. It is, yeah, dude. I, yeah, I, I wish I, I, I believe I could bartend, but I don't uh, like. 
there's so many people that are better than me at it. Oh, this is practice, man. And it's not even about being – it's just about being – It's about managing. A, managing and being a good person about it, man. Yeah. Like if you're just really nice, man, and you make mistakes, it's okay. People, yeah. People you laugh really, it off, yeah. man. You make a joke at somebody. You know, most of the time now if I make a joke, they'll, they'll get it. Yeah. You know, but there's sometimes I make a joke and I'm just like, yeah, cool, man. Uh <laughs> Well, I was dumb. I might have been looked, around. I might have been around. <laughs> yeah, I looked really dumb, but you're right, man. Yeah. Like, I got you. Thanks, man. You have a great day. You know, I had this guy he looked like uh, last night. Watch that movie, uh, White Boy Rick. You yeah. seen that movie? Yeah. So it just came out, and I, a guy come in. He looked just like him, and it was uh, I called him White Boy Nick. I was like, "Yo, dude, what's up, White Boy Nick?" Dude, that was the funniest thing ever, man. I'm sitting there, but you you learn over time what you can say, what you can't. Yeah. When people come up, their body language, what they're doing, who you can say these things to, yeah. and that's gonna be the difference, man. They'll tip you a couple extra bucks. They'll come see you again. Have you ever like have you ever seen someone on a blind date that, that you give advice to? Oh yeah, man. Oh, I've had. My, this. If I like, if I was a bar in my fantasy bartender world, yeah, it would be somebody on a blind date that's doing bad that you give advice to and it helps them out. And that old dude who just don't give a shit that talks junk yeah. about everything. Oh they man, it's at the bar. I was talking about everything that you just talk about. You, and you're just like, you're like I remember back in my day. Yeah. No, I oh, no, I've had. Those two would be I've had this girl. She's come in since we've opened, mm-hmm. and she's probably brought. 15 16 dates here. She's just trying it, man. Man, yeah, and she is. And then she, every she time you learn that you can sweep, you can swipe left. And every time I'm sitting there, then swipe, she, is it swipe right or swipe swipe what, right? left right. is denied thing. Yeah. yeah, no. You, you can uh, swipe left, girl. Yeah, right? yeah, swipe just right like right no, just no and like this last one, I think he's going to stick, which is good. Right. I was like I was like good one. She's I like she's know. like I know. <laughs> she's like I know. I was like yeah, yeah, That's like awesome. like I can tell cuz you yeah. sit here and it's all about so most good. people when they're on dates, it's if they like, this one looks like it's going good. Yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah, no because they'll uh they'll either open up a tab mm-hmm. or then get the second beer. So if they come up, the couple comes up, and I'm like, oh, you want to start a tab? And they're like, oh, no. It's like, yeah, you're already off on the wrong foot. Like, this one's probably not going to go well. Yeah. But, like, they'll be like, oh, you want to start a tab? And, like, the girl's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy's like, oh, yeah, sweet. Like, it's going really well. And you're like, nice. dude, you're doing good, man. Nice. We had one guy. He was sweating, man. And <laughs> and Chelsea it. just looks at him like, dude, you're fine. And he's like, okay, good. Like, all right, yeah. cool. And we're like, dude, you're, you're good. Like, yeah, we're legitimately yeah. play-by-play, play, watch the whole thing. Yeah. We're evaluating you now. Oh, All of us are evaluating so back fun. here. And, dude, you're doing really well. Yeah. You know? And Oh, and then you see people that they're on then it's multiple dates. Yeah. And then, like, you don't see them with that person. You're like, oh, my gosh, what happened? Yeah. And they're like, you realize? You, you saw that? I'm like, yo, girl, I've seen oh, yeah. you with this guy, this dude, this dude. And this one I thought was going well. She's like, yeah, but. I'm like, what but? Like, what do you? Yeah, you got You're yeah, a therapist, man. You it are. you or is it him? Right, exactly. You're you like getting into this whole relationship counseling. And then girls just look at you and I'm like, What? And you're like, Yeah, I pay attention. Like I know everything. But nah man, that's the fun part. We get to see the only thing we don't like is the PDA, man, when there's a lot of PDA, oh, like yeah. late night and you're like these people are in the corner at a brewery. <laughs> We're like, This is a this is children like child friendly like, yeah. establishment and you are Sucking face hardcore in the corner with like, maybe like your 40. wife. Yeah, like, like 40, 50. Like, oh, my dude. God. You're like, dude, at I should have. At a certain point in life, like I'm going to say maybe 27, 28. My right now, for it, me, yeah, this is it. It turns into like just a chicken peck, like just a. Yeah. Yeah, because other than that, That's it's. it in public. It's gross, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, that is gross, it's and I don't want to see it. Yeah. And I That's can't like not look school. at it. That's yeah, like you can't. High school right, stuff. you can't not look at it because the whole brew is empty, and there's these people just in the corner, and you're like, oh, God, don't look. Like, don't look. And everyone looks, <laughs> well, and it, wow. like, makes it real awkward, and, like, you can make it really awkward for these people. You just stare at them. And they're like, they look at you, and you're like, oh, I just locked eyes. Like, like this is really awkward. This is all. <laughs> we were really, really, really close, close right there. Did you see? You saw that? Yeah. No. Oh, dude, it's wild, man. But funny. we'll see. We actually have that crazy magic mic event coming up on I Thursday. Know, I, I, I'm gonna have you on again. I'm gonna have you and Chelsea on. Yeah. And we're gonna we're gonna go over that. Yeah. Like, I, I want I want the magic mic uh, recap. Oh man. Uh, <laughs> You know what? I'm actually excited for this, dude. As long as I make <laughs> some money. It's going to be money. down here upstairs. So it's the whole brewery. Oh, they closed it yeah, down the brewery? 20, yeah, it's 21 and up. Uh, tickets oh, only. Yeah. They've sold like 370 oh, I tickets. Knew, I knew. 400 tickets so, sold. Done. Like, so this is so this is like the actual Magic Mike tour? Yes. 
How did this happen? And we're hosting it this year. Dude, I don't know. I mean, they usually do it like at the Fillmore, like the channel. Yeah. Like, like all these the other places. And now it's at Cabarrus <laughs> Brewing for this Magic Mike event, I man. I saw this, and I was like, this is why they didn't want us to do trivia. Dude, I'm sitting <laughs> there. When I saw it, and I was just like, months. look, you know, as long as we make some money, it's going to be the guys bartending. Oh, yeah. yeah, we're bartending the whole thing. There's three of us. Uh, no, no, uh, it's not that time of the year. Come on, man. We just have all that, you know, the Christmas weight and yeah. all that. No, but I'm just saying, more. you have to do this at least six months in advance. Dude, I'm cool as that. long as I make money. It'll be a really good oh, time. But if I don't make money and I have to watch 12 dudes with their shirts off for two and a half hours parading around, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to take it, man. Like, I appreciate Dude, your body. There's no, I'm, I'm gonna make this statement right here and now, and it's documented on the yeah. podcast. There's no way that you don't make money that night. Oh, I know, man. I, that's that what might I'm be saying. The most successful night ever. I, Dude, there's a possibility. I think everyone's gonna come out. I think it's gonna be a blast. Dude, like, that's like, that's like, I think they struck gold, which is wild to yes, say that. But yes. I really think Agreed. whoever did whatever happened, respect to whoever did this, this whoever, is incredible. Yeah, the promoter of the company yes. that runs it, yes, kudos, kudos to you, Rory, for selling them, for selling kudos. them. Yep, you guys just made a huge business yes. decision, and I think if they already have four hundred like tickets Dude, sold, four hundred people in here, these women are they coming. Made their, like they made their money. Yeah, they're paying 12, 12 guys. Yeah, and it's like twenty dollars tickets, fifteen oh, twenty dollars tickets. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, and they are already sold out tickets. Jesus Christ! These women are coming to drink and say oh, yeah. terrible Dude, things to these saying. men. I was trying not to refer it to like a pornography film. Yeah, but like you girl, like girls, when girls go to strip club, they drink. Yeah, and they're gonna have a blast. Yeah, these and women when, are gonna have a blast. No liquor yeah. available. They're gonna just murder beers. Their beers. I think uh, Evie she's gonna make some sangria. Uh, you know, ciders, wine. We're gonna go through so much. I was gonna say because most time when girls go to strip clubs, they like liquor. Yeah, yeah. So no liquor, but we're comparable. We're gonna have a whole bunch of stuff, high graphs, whatever so they need. That? This is Thursday. This Thursday. Oh, so it's in like three days. Yeah, it's in a couple days. So, so if you're listening to this tomorrow, so this is when yep. this, the day this comes out. You can't get a ticket. You can't get a but ticket. But you need to follow Cabarrus Brewing Company yes. on Facebook so you know when stuff like this happens. Yes, and 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 if you do want a ticket, you might still be able to get a ticket. I don't know I what they. I might just come by. Yeah, and it, so it's it's going to be twenty one and up. I might just come by and be and tell Evie and, that I'm I'm just going to come by just to see how many people I know. Yeah, that's here. Yeah, it's like I hold it over there. <laughs> it's like I'm sorry, all the dudes at home. Your wife's going out. They're or, gonna have a blast. Or we're just gonna film a bit where I just walk out. Yeah, <laughs> my, walk in like, some black dress pants without a shirt on. Yeah, everybody says, and then just walk. <laughs> yeah, we were trying like we're you know some bow ties. We we're thinking about wearing some bow ties. You know, we're gonna wear something fun. We're gonna do something fun, yeah, man. I, I say you all like wear Cabarrus Brewing shirts. Have them give you some Cabarrus Brewing shirts. Cut the sleeves out of them, and then cut them like Macho Man style. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That would be that would be really good. That way you don't have to show off the body. But I was just it, say, but they can see skin. They can see some skin, yeah, because yeah. you have uh, Lance, myself, Tyler, and David. Because it, I can see Lance. Yeah. <laughs> Lance in, a, <laughs> in a macho man. Yeah, shirt. dude, just crushing it, man. Oh. <laughs> Same with Tyler. Tyler's gonna have his mustache too. Yeah, that straight. Tyler can pull it off. The porno stash is <laughs> fucking loving it, Tyler man. Can pull it off. I'm gonna roll with this mustache, Take a dude. For me. Oh man, I'm gonna roll straight mustache yeah. that night. Yes. We're gonna be dirty stat, dude. It's gonna be so much fun, God. man. First time ever, Magic Mike at Cabarrus Brewing. <laughs> Who knows Thursday what's gonna happen. I don't even know, man. Yeah, that, that's where we got to end it because we can't that's it. get any better than that. That's it. <laughs> so thank you, Zach, for joining us. Oh, thank and you, man. Captain Captain Flynn, my little puppy. Captain Flynn, who is one year, one year, year old one yesterday. Day old. Yep. Happy birthday to him, man. So happy birthday. Shout out. <laughs> thank you, bud. <laughs> yeah, appreciate it, man. Thank you for listening to Tuesday's special podcast. Subscribe on iTunes. <laughs> Leave a like on this video. And... Um, and comment down below. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> oh, my God.